0: Thank you for tuning in to Z Code Sports Betting Podcast. Let the show begin. Hey, Meta. Uh, Hello. Uh, Hello. First female on the Z Code podcast, which is absolutely amazing because <laughs> it's it's a very male dominant podcast so far. So it's nice to have that balance. I'd like to get a better understanding of your personal background. Could you fill me in on where you are from and where did you grow Uh, up?
1: Yes, uh, sure. Uh, Thank you for this opportunity. Uh, I like to listen to the podcast from other members. So it's a great honor. And uh, maybe it's a bit uh, because of my gender that I'm invited so early. (laughs) But uh, (laughs) anyway, here I am. Uh, Well, I'm from Denmark. I'm uh, 52 years old. And uh, I live uh, north of Copenhagen. Also lived in Sweden for some years. So I'm a bit split there. And I have a husband and a daughter of 10.
0: All right. Copenhagen yep. is a beautiful city. I've been yes. there a couple of times and absolutely love it. Which one do you prefer, though? Sweden or Copenhagen? Uh, Denmark. As in, definitely. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> As in definitely. Denmark or Sweden, <laughs> Especially of course, in these be... times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Um, yeah. With everything that's going on. Yeah. Yeah. Um... But yeah, so Copenhagen is a quite an interesting place, especially for gambling as well. I think it's a uh, pretty well established. Yes. In, in Denmark, in general, isn't it?
1: I think so. Uh, I have a, I have access to a variety of the bigger bookmakers like uh, Bet Three Six Five and UniBet and all the clones, and mm-hmm. we have some uh, local bookmakers also, online bookmakers and. Uh, we have uh, access to the betting exchange, the Betfair, so that's good. But also, we had some issues uh, with, uh, I, I, like to, I like the U.S., uh, sorry, the U.K. racing, mm-hmm. horse racing. <clears throat> but they tried to protect uh, the Danish uh, horse <laughs> industry only trotting, but um, by, by restricting our access to those U.K. Uh, races. So mm-hmm. that was a bit of a problem for me. But uh, it's opened up the, the last few years, also on the exchange, so that's very good.
0: All right, so so you do you do have the exchange as well as well yes, as the yes. standard bookmakers. But
1: Smarket they they closed my account some years ago.
0: All right. Yeah. What and was the I reason was another... behind that? Is it because of well, regulations or the uh, country? Ah, okay. Yeah. I, so. I'm, from my understanding, I know there's a, quite a lot of regulations that go into place, and they're very sort of uh the regulations in Scandinavian countries are pretty different from the other ones they sort of um because obviously <laughs> it's actually interesting I read about it is that the government actually has the 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 biggest share of the market mm. from all of the bookmakers, which is uh, pretty remarkable because normally the the governments are the ones who are limiting people from betting well. as a whole but in Sweden for example the government is trying to limit other bookmakers, so they kind of create a monopoly for themselves in a way.
1: <laughs> well, we, we we all know that bookmaking is a money machine, right? So, <laughs> of, of course, the state uh, wants to, uh, a part of that. Mm. But also, uh, like the Danish uh, bigger book, bookmaker, normally uh, for lotto and, and uh, so on, um, they take a big part of the, that money and then put it into local... Uh, uh, oh, how do you call it? Well, local sports uh, unions yep. and so. Mm-hmm. So that that's good, uh, but the, also a... the, 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 the 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 state uh, likes to regulate things that, mm-hmm. to protect the gamblers. So so that's good.
0: I wonder if uh, if those regulations in a way are beneficial for people as a whole because I remember uh, the most recent regulation, uh, and I'm. I know I'm sort of touching on Sweden because I'm more familiar with that market than I am with Denmark. Mm. Uh, But in Sweden, they have reduced the limits of how much people can deposit to 500 euros. Um, Mm. And that's per bookmaker, which is pretty funny because yes, you do have that (laughs) limit. You're very much limited (laughs) to how much you can bet, but this just sort of encourages people to, to Spread out their options because as you said the options are Pretty pretty big in terms of the amount of bookmakers mm-hmm. and so on so you can you can have multiple accounts and 10 20 accounts and yeah. all of them are gonna have 500 euros in them
1: <laughs> People will always uh, find a way to work around these things
0: exactly yeah. But um, actually
1: in Sweden they have the same at the gas station. You can only uh, Tank gas for like 500. It's crazy
0: yeah. All right. <laughs> anyway. All right. So, I'm actually very interested because you said um, you're 55, 52 years old. So yes. you do have quite a lot of experience behind your back in terms mm-hmm. of. Uh, I'm guessing you've been betting for quite some time now.
1: Well, I've been betting since uh, 14.
0: Oh wow! <laughs>
1: sports sports betting. Uh, no, not 14 years old. Like 2014. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but I also have a background in casinos, uh, so I know the, the betting industry and the, all the pitfalls.
0: Mm-hmm. So, roughly around six years of experience, just to clarify that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right, brilliant. Intense so,
1: experience.
0: So, tell me about this journey from the casinos and so on. How did you get into betting as a whole? Uh, did well, it start? well, you did tell me, but to be a, a little bit more operative in that case
1: yeah well it's not the direct work a direct uh, direct uh, road because I, um, I i went to the university and i actually have a master in science in engineering and um i worked with uh, traffic and city planning and in uh, like 15 years uh, building uh, transportation models public transportation models with the focus on the data and uh, public public data p- public transportation data is very complex because there are so many dimensions mentions and variables and restrictions. You have geography. You have uh, lines and stops, and you have schedules you have to follow, and you have different day times. And even the day is not twenty four hours. I mean, it could be thirty nine hours. So it's it's crazy to work with those data. So uh, I'm not really afraid of data anymore because when you can handle public transportation data then you can handle any kind of data. And I really, I really like to get my hands into it and, and get to know the data. Anyway, uh, I was working, uh, had a really good job at the Technical University and uh, then I had my daughter when I was 42 and uh, let me say it's a bit, a bit too late to get children. <laughs> So, uh, after having slept probably for three or four years uh, and had a crazy workload, I uh, suddenly I got some severe cognitive stress symptoms okay. and I had to leave, uh, had to go on sick leave. I was away for more than a year. Hmm. And uh, well, I realized pretty soon that uh, something was broken and uh, I would never be able to do my old job again. So, of course, I had to, <laughs> to think a little bit out of the box and uh, how to make money. And then uh, when I was studying, I, I made quite a lot of money uh, hunting bonuses on the, the online casinos. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, the, the Danish people, they, <laughs> they were banned from a lot of bonuses in the beginning and then started to up the turnovers. I don't know if you're familiar with the bonuses, but normally you have to turn over your money a certain amount 35 of time.
0: times, I think. Yeah, that's the... Uh, the way
1: now, but the, then it was three, six, nine times. So oh, it was wow. Easy peasy, easy peasy.
0: And when you're talking about three to nine times, was it big stakes, or were you giving small amounts of money to um, Well, it number? was,
1: the bonuses in the beginning, it was quite small money, but still, it was money when you're a student, so it was good.
0: Mm-hmm. And obviously, you have the availability to a lot of different bookmakers so yeah yeah, yeah. if you if you have 10 yeah. accounts with, uh, mm. with that turnover which is yes yeah. small... are you talking about uh, <laughs> slots or was it uh, no but actual... uh, at,
1: at, when I was studying uh, that's of course some years ago uh, then it was the casino bonuses It was strictly uh, table casinos uh, oh, uh, table okay. table so just you just like have to there. be be disciplined and 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 do like basic uh, rules on blackjack or something just to turn over the money and uh, lose as little as as possible. But uh, then when I had to um, kind of reinvent my career, I uh, I heard that uh, sports bonuses was was some was a thing. But mm-hmm. the thing is, I I don't really like sports. I just like the data. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, I never, I never jumped on it before, but now I think I was thinking, well, I have, let's have a look, and then I discovered uh, arbitrage and I discovered match betting, and uh, over three months I built uh, a good betting bank of maybe two thousand euros from uh, from bonuses. Okay. So, <laughs> yeah, and now I have like fifteen uh, bookmakers. I, yeah, I juggle around. And the good thing about that way into this betting, I think, is that I'm um, I learned how to be uh, very quick uh, finding my things and knowing the different bookmakers who has which bets and so. on. of course, I use some some websites helping me finding sure bets. But you have to be quick because uh, the bookmakers use them as well to to take those bets away, that those opportunities away. And I also learned uh, the value of value. That's that's important for me to to get the best best possible odds and people following the wall, they will always see me uh, writing a, a quick uh, note with the well pinnacle has this one at uh, this and this odds okay. when I see um a lot better odds than uh, people advised than quite
0: limited in terms of uh, the time <laughs> because
1: yeah, yeah yeah
0: yeah yeah you you are looking. Possibly, because of the markets, the the way they change, it can be seconds, it can be a few minutes, but usually yeah. it's it's never more than half an hour, I believe, before no. uh, the market stabilise.
1: No. but it can uh, also also be good to know know your bookmakers, know which bookmakers have good good odds for this and this sport or this and this uh, bet.
0: So, mm-hmm. I actually I've um, I've done some. Research into this recently, and I noticed that bookmakers which are smaller, they their volatility is a lot higher. So yeah, and you are sure, well. able you are able to change the odds yourself, which is pretty <laughs> <very> remarkable. <laughs> so basically, I was using this new bookmaker, which is called Midnight.com, which is a I believe it's a British bookmaker for esports, and they have a they specifically have a limit for each market depending on. Uh, you know, the amount of volume that they have on each side, mm. but they stabilize accordingly. So I was placing bets in life, life betting. Um, I think it was like 50 pound stakes, which is well, for some pre- people probably be a lot, some some people not a lot. But for a bookmaker, it's definitely not a lot if you think about it. But mm. each time I placed the bet on the underdog, the odds went by 0.1, 0.2, um, which is about I believe, one, 100 minus 100 for mm. American bookmakers, I'm not sure, <laughs> personally, but uh, for European odds, mine, that's basically 10 euro for every 100 pounds, or 100 euros you bet. Which is a lot in terms of bookmakers, um, you know, the shift in odds. So, yeah, the, the smaller bookmakers, it's a lot easier to shift the odds on them, and you can do it yourself. Mm. And there is a lot of new bookmakers coming out every single day.
1: Yes, luckily because it's free money when they have bonuses. <laughs> it's not big money, but it's still free, <laughs> so, so that's good. But, but the problem with uh, doing a lot of match betting and arbitrage is that uh, you get limited very quickly and uh, yeah. restricted. So yeah, and, uh... and, and sometimes I, I feel that I have some kind of flag because. Uh, the thinking time for accepting my bets are really getting long and and mm-hmm. then suddenly the odds change
0: so yeah
1: <laughs> ruined it for everybody else
0: i <laughs> actually wonder and you may actually answer this question because i i know that a lot of book bookmakers are owned by the same company so i know yeah. william hill and yeah. so on do you when they imply a restriction on you for arbitrage betting mm. do they imply it as a whole uh, nope. for all of them or just a specific one?
1: well not not to my experience, but, you know, I, I try to keep track of the clones for the bookmakers I have uh, access, a, a, access to. Like uh, Unibet, they also have the Leo Vegas, they have the Mr. Green, and they have the 888 Sport, mm-hmm. and probably some more. So when they're limiting me, I have like four different accounts I can put money in, mm-hmm. and it's the same odds. So it's mm-hmm. no problem. All right. Yeah.
0: So, all this statistical analysis and then I'm guessing you're browsing on the internet and then Zcode system pops up and that's where you first learned about the whole community.
1: Yeah, well, I, I, I think I saw it some year or two ago also and thought it was a little bit too American for me. <laughs> it was very, <laughs> Z code, welcome. And so, it was a little bit too, um, well, flush for me. So, uh, but then kind of reached a limit with my bedding and I felt that I needed something more mm-hmm. and uh, also maybe some kind of community. And then I saw this, uh, this ad and I uh, thought, well, next time my, the rest of my family is going on holiday, I will try this out. So I have a week to really dive into it. And I did this uh, February and uh, well i'm still here
0: all right so so you haven't been long with z code no since february obviously um so <laughs> uh, say... I, I
1: i came in and then uh, everything uh, went to hell right <laughs> so, <laughs>
0: yeah um, you did say that you haven't been with the community for a long time but you actually have brought some interesting pointers, obviously we love to have people on who love statistical analysis because or uh, who love to analyze a lot because that's what the community is sort of based on. Mm. Um, it's all based on mathematics and guys like like Mike and uh, Alberto who are the people behind this whole community, they spent years and years on developing all the formulas. So even if you, if you check um, most of the data is coming all the way back from 20 years ago and so on mm. uh, which is not really available anywhere else I think um, obviously bookmakers have that information <laughs> they they have all <laughs> of the information but uh, it's, it's nice to sort of shadow them in a sense with all the availabilities that you have so that's my two cents <laughs> yeah but, um, but go on well
1: I, actually I'm not using so much the data at the c code, I think it's because i I'm used to working with data. I know how many flaws there can be i know mm. i I don't really trust data unless I had my hands deep deep into the machine so oh. and I also have to to recheck the results and the data that comes out from anywhere else so. mm. Also, I found that it's actually easier to let uh, other people use all these tools and then I can follow them and then I can do my own data thing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right, so speaking about tools, what ones do you use generally?
1: Well, I I tried to use the score predictor for NBA for some time, but uh, I don't know. I'm not really... You know, I don't know what's lie be- What is lying behind? And then uh, I I need to go to the machine room. <laughs> it's, it's just the way I am.
0: All right. So you did say there is a lot of data flows in general, as in mm. as a whole. You can you can experience. What sort of examples could you give of data flows, for example?
1: Well, I've, in the beginning, I was following some um, automated systems. So I like them a lot, but then with the COVID and so, well, things change. So I, I don't follow any of these systems anymore because I think we need to see what's, what is happening statistically. Yeah. Um, and then I noticed that uh, with soccer and uh, handicap like soccer, a uh, team plus one five, it wasn't available when I tried to place it. It was the opposite. Uh, Opposite, it was around right. It was minus uh, one plus uh, one five instead of plus one five, and I think maybe the problem was that uh, in the US you do visitor first and then home, and in 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 Europe at least in Denmark you do mm-hmm. home first and then visitor, and maybe it was something about that. Uh, I don't know. But anyway, any system that I, I I tried out with handicap on soccer, I had to stop it because I didn't trust
0: him. It's a very interesting point that you touched on, that statistical analysis becomes sort of irrelevant when you have something completely new happening in the world, which is obviously mm. COVID-19. Uh, that data sort of becomes meaningless, because yeah. we, and, and we've seen that in, in football. Perhaps you, you don't follow the, the British uh, Premier League, but we have seen teams which are much better in general, like Liverpool for example, they lost multiple matches after yeah. uh, COVID-19 was over, well not over, it's it's still there, but the sort of season got restored. That's what I meant.
1: Yeah, I remember in the beginning when it sort of broke loose, uh, someone on the wall was complaining about uh, the performance of a Danish team and it was a team close to me. The match was very close to me. So I knew it was uh, without the spectators. And I, I answered uh, him that, well, it's a different thing to play without spectators. And it was just in the beginning. And of course, it affects especially the bigger teams who has a big crowd of fans. They cannot mm-hmm. be expected to perform the same. And, and sometimes I, when I see the live uh, stream from... Uh, from the bookmakers and it's silent in those uh, stadiums it's crazy mm-hmm. so of course they don't perform the same
0: <laughs> Um I have gone through your TT 2020 system can you tell me more about it
1: oh well it was kind of my uh, uh, panic system Uh and everything else was closing down so but they were still playing Uh and it was the new black right (laughs) in March Uh, and then I tried to find the value in uh, in the overs and unders and I was working all these data and uh, well I think I found an angle but the problem was I kind of died by the data because there were so many matches, so many players, and later on they introduced new players, it really messing up my database. And I had to collect the totals uh, directly from the bookmaker every, uh, every, three times every day, because I couldn't okay. get those totals anywhere else. And that's especially why I, I thought maybe there's an angle here, because the data is not easy accessible. And normally you find the angles in something you have to work a little bit for. So, I kind of, I, I, I scratched that project. So, I have uh, 11,000 uh, matches, <laughs> CC matches lying in my database now, I collected. And, wow. Um, yeah, wow, exactly. <laughs> uh, how do you collect so, so data? so I keep that for a rainy day.
0: So, how Sorry? do you collect the data? Exactly. Well, I
1: I really wish that I could do some robotic scraping, but I can't. I really want to learn that. But uh, so I just uh, every day f- collecting from flashcore the matches, the odds, the points, and then the the odds of from the totals. It was manual, manually uh, oh. just uh, data entering.
0: Well, to to make your um possibly make your day, you know the type of people as as, as yourself, mm. code absolutely loves. I mean, I obviously if you know the sources for data and you've spent your time doing it manually, there is always a way to automate every process. Know, and I if know. you, if you have an idea of what can be done, you can always bring it to ZLab and, you know, with, with your expertise, such request maybe become a thing Yeah, because, um, well, you know, as I said, automation is, uh, is available there. They, the guys mm. know how to do it and,
1: I know, but but with all things, first you, you, you need to check is there a, is there a possible angle mm-hmm. because otherwise it's not worth the work.
0: Okay, so yeah, so you're still and in the, the process. The, of... And
1: and the problem actually with, with just the, the 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 totals, the over under like seventy five point five points in a match uh, was that it was always the odds of one point eight three. And there's not much value in that, right? So you really need to find the value in the in the data instead. You can't find the value in the odds.
0: All right. So that brings me on to the next question, which (laughs) I've been Mm -hmm. meaning to ask since the start of this conversation. And I know the answer for it, sort of, but I will ask you anyway. Would you Uh, rely on numbers, statistics, more than, for example, human emotions?
1: Well, I have to say no. Not not always. Um uh let me see. I just have to find I I made some notes, right? Okay. Just give me a moment. Makes- uh well, I I done a lot of live trading on the exchange and with trading, I don't mean make a bet and forget it, but I mean watching it, trading points. Yeah. Uh and when you watch odds movements, you see things. It's like line reversal, right? But in another way. And I don't, I don't think emotion is the right expression here. It's more like a sense. You, 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 you should never underestimate intuition and precognition and gut feeling or whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. You need to kind of get into the odds movements and, and, so, and, and, f- and feel what is happening and then and, and ask why is it happening. And when is it happening? Because that's why I see the value, and I really think it's it's a pain in the in the butt to to do live betting because you're you're limited of when is it on, mm-hmm. and and you 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 cannot you're not in control uh, of of the timing. Uh, but I think it's where the value is. I like to maybe write down the. The spreads and totals of a basketball match before before the game starts, and then when the game is on, something is happening. Maybe the favorite is performing badly in the first quarter. And then suddenly you have a really really big advantage uh, in the in the spreads because most times they will rebound and, and get back to the pre-match scores, and you really, you can really make money on this. But you always have to, to kind of learn the feeling of a of a live match. What is happening? How do the odds react? Like like with with soccer, you can see the odds on bet, Betfair. They have nice graphs. You can see what happens with over 2.5 when they make an early goal or when they make a late goal. What is happening? Mm-hmm. And that is what you need to understand.
0: So you've mentioned your. Test bank, and that's uh, coming from the Z Code. Well, I read uh, yeah. your message recently. How you utilize twenty to fifty units a day, which yeah, in many people's 20. view, would be a high turnover.
1: Yeah, and it's not normal. Trust mm-hmm. me, I had a really good first good first month.
0: And uh, yeah. what's your general bankroll in terms of uh, units? How many do you have? Uh, how do you split your bankroll?
1: Oh. I'm uh, not really following the script book here because I just have one big bank, but I can. Um, I'm. I make a different. I have different systems or different people I follow on the wall, and I kind of uh, just have a. I decide what are they? What are their pigs worth in in uh, a unit size? Maybe right. one is uh, like this guy I trust by ten per point, or this guy I trust by a hundred per point. And then I just have a different, uh, what you call it, a tap, tap in Excel, and do this expert or this system in this tap. And then I can revise it every month and see, is it performing? Yeah. Should I up the stakes? Should I take them down? Should I scratch it? But but it's all one big mess actually bankroll wise uh, because mm-hmm. i i use so many different bookmakers i could never keep track on it otherwise so i do a re uh, i do a count every morning i see uh how much do i have in total and then i can see the progress and that's also what i showed in the beginning of uh, the first month uh, this dedicated total it was what i was
0: uh, well
1: counting every morning seeing progress from last day
0: so that's a, it's basically what works for you, mm. and it's everyone's different, so we need to account for that. Yeah. And everyone has a different bankroll management, but as I said, it's what works for you that is important. And you have found what works for you, which is great. Which brings me on to the next question. You obviously said earlier on that you joined Zico because you sort of hit a brick wall in your betting career. In what sense did Zico bring you, bring your betting to a higher level?
1: Yes. Well, first of all, I learned a lot. I mean, really a lot from other members uh, on the wall and in the forums, uh, mostly about money, money management, and the progressions and uh, the grids. I really like using the grids now. It's it's changed my world because I can. I can do a progression, but still, I, it's not running wild. I don't really like it doing uh, ABCD progression on low odds. Uh, I think it's uh, a lot of money to put on something. I'd rather spread it out and just let the percentages work for me. Mm-hmm. Slow, slow growth.
0: <laughs> I'm interested to find out your answer for the next question as well. You've mm-hmm. uh, mentioned some tools that you use within Zcode and outside. Uh, What are the most common tools that you use for your analysis
1: from outside
0: from outside? Yes
1: yeah, well flash is every day because uh, that's where I uh, mark my teams and get my notifications and so Uh, Then I use team rankings and I use uh, a site called the stats. Don't lie and uh, Sometimes I I download uh, from uh, I don't know really what the site uh, is called. It's, it, it's uh, Betfair statistics. As, I mean, live uh, exchange. Uh, no, not live, but the daily uh, Betfair exchange prices, like the BSP and so. Mm-hmm. I download that for racing, and then I also I, I think this is the site I started out with. Really diving into sports data was is something called Football Data. Dot Dot uk. They have a lot of uh, football data. When I say football, I mean soccer, of course, and uh, tennis and that's racing football. data. It's yeah. yeah, that's football, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. And I also, when I refuse. say trading, I mean, I mean, I mean trading on the exchange. I don't mean bet and forget. It's, uh, I, I really have a problem with people calling that trading.
0: <laughs> I have a real problem with people calling. Football, soccer, but that's another, yeah, that's another yeah. conversation for another you, you day. You have to
1: adapt to the international community, right?
0: Exactly. Yeah. Mm. Sadly, <laughs> <laughs> for us Europeans, it's like football is football, and then I yeah, guess for Americans, yeah. it's football is yeah. football as well. So, yeah. anyway, next question, and that's mm. something. Well,
1: well, now you jumped very quickly to this one, but if I could go back to um, the C code, what uh, what brought me to a higher level is, um, yeah, I learned a lot, of course, and then uh, I think it's a great inspiration because people, they are grinding every day, they're trying, and they're helping each other. When people have a bad streak, they people are clapping and say, come on, you can do it, and I think it's it's great, and you you see the the night shift kind of the U.S. night shift they kind of take over from the day shift, and there's a short interchange, and then again next morning we start over. It's uh, I think it's wonderful.
0: I think it's, yeah, it's absolutely great to have that twenty-four-seven action. Yeah. You, you know, you you finish your, and that's that. I can relate to this. So I used to be interested in specific things like tennis only, and well this is kind of rotational but obviously season happens in Europe during summer mainly and uh, you're going to have all the tournaments here mm-hmm. during my time but then you get sort of bored in the evening and you feel like mm, I'm, I feel like betting some money and then you check on Zico the world, and someone is posting bets for NBA and NHL yeah, and yeah. you get interested in that and especially if you have someone that you follow religi- religiously you you will start following them more often, and you also get interested in these sports on the side. Mm-hmm. So I absolutely like that.
1: Yeah, yeah. I sort of got into baseball in the last weeks, <laughs> just 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 because of that.
0: <laughs> I'm guessing it's a responsibility of um, of old school and the, the other guys who, yeah, who got you yeah. into
1: it. But but the problem for me is. I, I can't do the US sports, it's that the hours are uh, wrong for me, so uh, yeah, well I can tell you later what I'm doing instead, mm-hmm. but but also one big thing for me personally is that joining the C code and, and, and being on the wall, I also gained a lot of, lot of confidence because I saw that I actually knew a lot more of this business than I thought. <laughs> so so that was that was that was nice to be confirmed and 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 seeing some principles that i I try to live by, and also see people struggling with some of the th- same things and uh, well it's and, a and understanding understanding the lingo, it made me feel that well, I, maybe I came home mm.
0: it, it is a collective that yeah, everyone comes together with a little bit of information, and some people have more than others, but it sort of connects into one pot, and everyone's helping each other with with in their with their opinions as well mm. um so if you don't mind, I'll move mm. on to this next yes, question, which is uh, negative streaks, and oh. that happens to to all of us, and I do yeah. like to ask this question a lot in all of the podcasts because everyone always has a different answer for it mm. and and you may have a different one because of a, obviously you have the, the statistical analysis desire for mm. everything uh, which is different from other people who just say, oh, you know, you, you can keep going. But you, for you, it may be like, oh, I'll scrap that system or try something different and I'll yeah. adjust the numbers. So h- how do you recommend for people to go about a negative streak?
1: Well, it's I guess you're thinking with your own uh, selections and so because then then you you need to accept it that this is going down and and take a break and uh, revisit your systems and either you regain your trust in the system or you tweak it or you scrap it that's so if it not, well of course it depends on how long you you had the system if it's if you have a long good record then then you just pull it through and uh, no problems but i tr- I try to have a diversified uh, portfolio, so it's really rare that everything is performing poor, but of course mm-hmm. I have I have minus days, of course, everybody has.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: but uh, then the next days will will recover it, so it's it's no problem.
0: All right. so you you did have a bit on this already, but I'll ask you anyway, how many systems do you? Proactively utilize which one is your favorite as well, and this is from well the Z code community from the inside hmm.
1: Hmm. Well uh, You mean systems inside the the Z code obviously?
0: yeah, so both automated and non-automated
1: yes, I, I, I Scrapped the automated systems for the time being I, I Had great success with it in the first month but mm-hmm. then, uh, well, you know the situation. i don't just don't trust historical data right now,
0: yeah, of course,
1: yeah. And um, then uh, also, this time showed it's how important it is to be diversified. So I try to kind of have a little system for each sport. And I, I know pe- some people say you should really specialize in your little niche. but I think, you need to diversify to make progress here. And and I, I can diversify by using systems that are specialized and following experts that are specialized, so I can be specialized and diversify. And that's great, really great.
0: Mm-hmm. So if you want to name some people as well, who are yeah. the experts within the community that have helped you the most and also that you have maybe the most amount of respect for as well.
1: well? It's no secret, I think I followed Imran almost from the beginning and mm-hmm. he's a great guy and he seeks value, he's very transparent and and make uh, recaps. Unfortunately, I, I have a problem with some of the bookmakers he's using, I, I don't have them and, and also I make some picks. So, I was more or less working on a, a Dear John letter, I think you know what that means.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, but... Uh, but then uh, we had a t- talk out of the blue and uh, I decided to limit myself that, to just follow his hockey picks and his rugby picks for, for a while. Mm-hmm. Because uh, my record showed that I wasn't making that profit that I should be, pro- uh, should be making. And uh, with all the things going on in c that I want to learn and my own systems, I, it was yeah, too many picks spread out over the day. Mm -hmm. but he's a great guy if you want to follow just one or two guys then it would be perfect Um, and then uh, now the last few weeks uh dr dreyer uh, who is my fellow countryman and a a great analyst and he focuses on u.s sports and introduced this uh, or reintroduced this pythagorean uh uh, was called X Ex, exponents and it's uh, that's quite interesting uh-huh. uh, and, and now for the being I'm also following Rodney uh, he posts uh, mostly just one time a day and it's early and I set my bets and I'm set for the day I don't have to worry about about that anymore <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah but that's I you need to be practical of who who and what you're following because it has to work in your daily daily routine
0: Yeah, and it's it's great when people post at the same time every day as well.
1: Yeah, be steady. That's the routine for you. Yeah, I I like that. Do the morning routine and just get things set. And and also I started following uh, Stuart. Uh, He specializes in in minor leagues in Australia and Nordic and uh, finds great value there. And then uh, Ronnie, who is... Only been back for a few days now, but I saw uh, his, I, I read his fo- forum when I started at Seco half a year ago, but um, then he's been away and he's back and uh, he's profiting, so that's good. And that's good. Uh, Vin, a guy called Vince also, he has uh, over and unders in US sports. Uh, I try to follow his picks.
0: There's a bunch of guys coming back now, after yeah. the situation has to stabilized with the. Yeah, exactly. With the, um, the virus.
1: <laughs> the big C. Yeah,
0: yeah. Th- that's it. Mm. So, bringing you on to the last question, which yeah. is obviously, are you working on any systems at the moment? And I I'm am. sure you are.
1: <laughs> always working on some system. <laughs> so many data, so little time. Mm. Yes, for the time being, I, uh, I, I really liked all this baseball talk. But the hours was just crap for me, so I decided to uh, throw my my love at uh, Japanese and Korean baseball because it's it starts like ten thirty or something in the morning for me and, at workdays and, and 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 it goes on for like four hours. It's perfect, perfect working hours. Mm. So uh, I've been tracking uh, live live arts for innings uh, over on the. Uh, uh, and 1.5 goes try I try to work out some kind of system it's it's just like it's a bit inspired by Scotty's uh, system with the innings but contrarian and that's because I don't like the progression with the low odds so I'm trying to work out an angle the other the other way around
0: Mm
1: -hmm. so I I I worked with some uh, some some US or some some MLB data I downloaded and Collected and uh, it shows that that the innings are very different uh with the average average scoring and so on all right yeah, so I will see <clears throat> if it's the same in the in the Korean and Japanese baseball and then uh then I have a system awesome, yeah.
0: <laughs> I, I wish you best of luck with it Honestly, <laughs> no, thank this you, was I need it <laughs> such, a, such a wonderful conversation you actually brought so much energy into this podcast which makes me really really happy about it because I think it will turn out amazingly and people okay. are going to love it so thank you, thank you so much for, for allowing us to have this conversation and uh, I wish you best of luck going forward
1: Okay, well thank you thank you for inviting me Thank you for listening to our Z-Code Sports Betting Podcast, where insider systems, secrets, and tools are revealed to help you win on sports betting. If you have a comment or question, make sure to visit us at www.zcodesystem.com. Download our free sports prediction tools and join our VIP club to follow winning systems from people who make a living betting sports professionally. And don't forget to subscribe on iTunes. See you next time.